you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL season finale is here. One last shot before the playoffs to change the whole picture. There's high stakes and predictable and thrilling games. And teams are really trying to secure their spot into the playoffs. It all happens all weekend with some doubleheader action. Super Bowl hopes are alive in Week 18. NFL season finale all weekend long. Welcome to Good Morning Football. Happy Friday, everybody. We're presented by Old Trapper, Beef Jerky, Peter Schrager, Finger Guns. All right, like Close it. to the crowd watching on a snowy New York day. All right, Kyle got out of his three-piece suit for the day. Yeah. And Surfing. Hall of Famer Chris Collar. Yeah. Your mom's not going to be happy because you're underdressed. No, my mom, George, always said in 2022, I need to start dressing up right? better on the show. Yeah. yeah, so mom, sorry. I, I have a cool Top Gun shirt for you, though. You're right, Chris. Sorry. At GMFB, we got lots to talk to. Uh, lots to get to. Brightest stars. We'll set your playoff action as well right here on the lead block. The lead block. Let's do it, guys. Week the 18 block. slate. Thank you. That's very nice. Lots of playoffs. Lots of ins and outs in that 1 o'clock window on Sunday. There is a lot of fans wanting things to happen. Players, coaches interested in this Colts-Jags game. Stacey Dales has the latest in the AFC South. Good morning, Kay. The Colts travel to Jacksonville on Sunday looking to accomplish two big things. The biggest, of course, to win and play on, live on, if you will, into the playoffs. And the second, to avenge a six-game losing streak dating all the way back to 2015 on the road at Jacksonville. Head coach Frank Reich indeed told us this week they've addressed the elephant in the room, bringing his players together on Wednesday morning, essentially saying, hey, I don't want to overstate it, but the facts are the facts. It's important to note. Everybody needs to be dialed in. DeForest Buckner from the defense said he believes it's a mental thing, and of course they have to have the right mindset. For the Colts, 
everything starts, especially offensively, with right now the best rusher in football, Jonathan Taylor, in their run game. Josh Allen, defensive end for the Jags, told me this week, we got to hit him fast. We got to hit him hard. We know what type of game it's going to be. They know what type of game it's going to be. The best team is going to come out on top. As a reminder, the Colts beat the Jags back in week 10 in Indy. Okay. Good reminder, Dales. Appreciate you. Obviously, plenty of playoff implications in this one. Jonathan Taylor still, he's got something to say about this MVP. Can he make it his with a mega game, a Jamar Chase-esque Week 17 performance? Well, let's take a look at some of the top contenders. Impressive seasons across the board. There's still one game left to play. Of course, two on Saturday. Then we've got a bunch on Sunday. The backers have already locked up the one seed, so we don't know how much Aaron Rodgers will see on Sunday. He did say in his presser this week he wants to be out there with his guys, but the rest of these gentlemen have plenty to play for. Here's the question, and it's not that easy of a question, Peter. Could a breakout performance in Week 18 decide the MVP? I, I, I look at those Rodgers stats, and they're incredible. And I mm-hmm. watch Rodgers play, and the game is in slow motion. He is the best quarterback in football this year, and I believe he will win the MVP award. Let me make a case for Cooper Cup. Though. Okay. Let me make a case for Cooper Cup. Let me set the stage here. Let's Going into this game, Cooper Cup right now, with a 16-game schedule, is the first player in NFL history to have in one season 125 catches, 1,500 yards, and 15 touchdowns. First player ever. If, if he goes ahead and he has a day on Sunday where he has 136 receiving yards and 12 catches, he becomes a single-season record holder for both catches and receiving touchdowns in a season. He's already going to be the Triple Crown winner, mm-hmm. and that's only been done three times. The great Jerry Rice, the great Sterling Sharp, and of course, Steve Smith mm-hmm. in 2005. All those records, but let me set the stage here. If Rodgers doesn't play on Sunday, which I don't think he will, there's a situation where the Rams are winning in against the 49ers. And let's just set the stage of, all right, they need to win this game. It's going to eliminate, everyone at home is watching this game. It's mm-hmm. Aikman and Buck on the call. And Cooper Cup goes absolutely bonkers. And let's say he does go 18 catches, Mm -hmm. not crazy. Let's say he goes 200 yards, not crazy. We saw Jamar Chase have 60 more yards than that last week. Let's say he has three touchdowns and smashes, smashes the receptions record, smashes the receiving yards record, and puts up the best numbers we've ever seen from the wide receiver position while also carrying his team to Mm -hmm. a division title Mm -hmm. and eliminating their arch rivals on national television with everyone watching. I think there's some some consideration to be had. Rodgers, unbelievable, always is. Mm -hmm. Was this Rodgers' best season? I don't know. Was this an undeniable Rodgers MVP season? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I do know this. Cooper Cup did something at the wide receiver position, and I've got a Hall of Famer to my right, probably Mm -hmm. steaming right now, Mm -hmm. that no one's ever done in the history Mm -hmm. of the sport. Mm -hmm. And he's still got one more game to play. Not his fault there's another game on the schedule where he can smash Records. Yeah. You got to hear from the Jamoke to your left first, though, Peter. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> chopped liver over here. I mean, Jesus. I, I actually. All city. Yeah. You know what? 1995 honorable mention All-State Illinois. Wow. Uh, I'll put my resume up against anybody. I actually do think this week could uh, could shake things up. I feel like if we're in a legal drama or law and order, this is the closing arguments. You stand up one last time, get in front of the jury. And I actually think the schedule gods play a huge part in this because Rodgers is going against the hapless Lions. Not a lot of sport there. Taylor against the hapless Jags. Um, Brady at home against the Panthers. Cup in the number one Fox game the afternoon with a lot of eyeballs against a very good team and this whole storyline about they can't beat the Niners. That does do things. I don't think it's contingent upon the records because to Cup's own admission, the records are different this year. I don't think he needs to break the records. I think if Cooper Cup, in a time, in a week, when I think every single MVP voter is going to just sit there and just say, 
let me make sure I got this right. Because of what's going on with the hub thing and all that, like, I'm just gonna make sure I, I, I'm voting how what I feel. Maybe I made up my mind a few weeks ago. I'm gonna take a deep breath and reassess. I'm gonna watch these week 18 games and see who's who. I think if he goes out and it's not the records, it's it's 12 for 160 and two touchdowns, and you sit and you're like, damn it, I think he's the best player in the league this year. Huh. He just had a prolific game to launch his team into the playoffs, ruin the Niners' dreams. I come out this way, because we were talking yesterday in the commercial break, uh, mostly Kay and I, we were talking about like, how do you pick this thing? We we're just kind of debating it and everything. Is it stats? Is it everything? You watch the games every single week and you just say, that's the most dominant, consistent player. That's, the, that, that's my metric. Ro Aaron Rodgers' season, it's not historic. Tom Brady's season, excellent. Jonathan Taylor's season, excellent. They're not that special it's in the argument. context. They're really not. The only one with a special historic season is the wide receiver for the Rams. If he has a huge week 18, I think he could flip the table. I do. These two, they're crazy. What do you uh -huh. Why? They're crazy because wide receivers and the history of wide receivers, yeah. based on the people that vote for it, forget your opinion, they don't think they're significant enough. Now, you guys, this has been a great season. Yes, Cooper Cup, it is a great story. He does a great job in that offense, moving in through all the positions. They highlight him in a great way. But this is a quarterback league, mm -hmm. and we got a guy, the greatest player we've ever had, who had a great season coming off of a Super Bowl the one year after he left New England. So even if I was saying, okay, it was Tom Brady versus Cooper Cup, what Cooper Cup is doing is not more special than what Tom Brady did in Tampa Bay this year, coming off his seventh Super Bowl win last year in Tampa Bay. And the winner of the award, now I do have a little thought in my head after you mentioned it yesterday. Chris, give us some hope. Man, these guys, no one will know what they vote for. It's anonymous. And they'll get in that room, they'll start spreading their little stuff, and I believe that certain people will not vote for Aaron Rodgers. I do believe, though, he was the most dominant player mm. that we had this season. So I do believe, over the last three or four days, he will lose some votes, even though he didn't play, even though he's probably not going to play in Detroit. But he has been the most dominant player, given everything from week number one, where they got smashed. Remember I told him, hey, if you're going to get divorced, don't warn the chick. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, he warned him and still is able to live successfully. Aaron Rodgers is MVP of the 2021 season. I agree with you that a non-quarterback can only win if there's a standout. But I don't agree. Like you, anything that you're saying about Tom Brady, about what he's done before, I don't care about. If I'm one of those voters, I would hope that they don't care. It should be in a vacuum. It should be sure. the regular season for this year. So the narrative, like that's your Hall of Fame testimony. That's like do that at another time in another place. It's so you don't think age has something to do with it? I, I, absolutely, but in a vacuum of this year. And if, then if you look at the numbers, they're comparable. So my, or my question is, because it should be per year. It's why this whole Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor thing never sat well with me at all. Because what Derrick Henry did last year, there was one standout. He ran away with it. He he lit the world on fire, and his name was Aaron Rodgers. If it's close between – people are on the fence between Brady and Rodgers, is there a world where then those voters are like, I'm, I'm – there's not one standout. Do I throw it in the favor of a Cooper Cup? Is that possible? Mm. I think if, if Brady didn't lose 9 nothing to the Saints – But Rodgers has won mm -hmm. the last six weeks, to your point. Six he, weeks have been on fire. been able to boom, 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 knock him out, and it's like it, hitting his – Rodgers' 9 nothing game was week one. Like yeah, that, that's I got to it Chris's out of the way. Point. That was over early. To your mm -hmm. point about uh, Brady or Rodgers, Brady or Rodgers, could it be Taylor? That's kind of like the, the Bernie Sanders equivalent, you know, when it's yeah, these not, two, yeah. but the third, like the libertarian candidate or something like that. Ralph Nader? I, I think that I hate the matchup for Taylor. 
Because if he has 200 yards against the stupid Jaguars, it's like, oh. <laughs> no one, like, yeah, no one's going to be impressed with that. So you know what true. I mean? If he was playing some team that's fighting to get in this weekend yeah. and he did it, then it's such a big difference. No, one, one, one thing that I do have to say is watching all three of these remarkable seasons, Moss's season in New England, mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson's season in Detroit mm-hmm. and Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup is the least dominant of the three players. When I watched the game, mm. like, can this guy take over the game? Those other two did that on a regular but basis. Cooper Cup this year is ahead over Devonta Adams, who might be the best actual wide receiver. It shouldn't. Like, I don't care about the other years. Why? It's not. We're not talking about best of all time. We're talking like Derrick Henry could have won it last year, but there was no chance because in that year, which is all that should matter, is these 17 games or 16, whatever it is per season. So like. It doesn't matter. Like Randy Moss has no bearing on Cooper Cup in this conversation. Derrick Henry the, should have nothing to do with Jonathan eye test. Taylor. The reason why is because those are the most remarkable seasons, and you compare them in a vacuum. When I saw Moss in New England, mm-hmm. he was more dominant. Yeah. So when you talk, you're trying to break it down to the finest things because it's not a matter of what the stats are. Yeah. What do these guys do when the game is on the line? Who was the most dominant player? I just don't believe he's the MVP. At GMFB with your thoughts as we welcome in Ian Rappaport this morning. The Buccaneers made it official yesterday, releasing Antonio Brown. We all saw him exit the field last Sunday. What else went into that decision? What does the future hold for future Hall of Famer, question mark, Antonio Brown? Yeah, That'll be an interesting discussion among the many... Uh, many Hall of Fame voters, but let's get to Antonio Brown as far as when this started. It did not start on Sunday. It started actually uh, the middle of last week when Antonio Brown and his agent went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and asked them to fully guarantee his $1 million in incentive. He was close to getting it, probably would have taken one more game to do it, but he went to them and said, can you guarantee this? Not really something teams do. That's why they're incentives. You have to earn it. But that is why some of the frustration started then. His ankle was acting up, I guess, on Thursday and Friday, and he was not able to practice. Then he went through the walkthrough on Saturday, looked really good, uh, and then ended up playing on Sunday. But something was clearly wrong. Didn't look like he joined the team huddle before the game on Sunday. Then he went into the locker room, unhappy with his targets, and was very upset. Essentially threw a fit, let everyone knew, know that he was not happy with his targets. They, as Bruce Arians said yesterday, calm that down, get out to the field. He sat on the bench uh, and refused to enter the game. Uh, he says claiming it was his foot. The Buccaneers say that was not the case at all. And then Bruce Arians said, you're gone. So then why did it take so long for Antonio Brown to actually be released? From what I understand, Kay, the Bucks wanted him to get help They wanted him to seek uh, sort of mental help and therapy to better himself. He did not want to do that, thought it was ridiculous, just wanted to be released, didn't want to stay caged, as he said on social media. And then until yesterday, after he posted everybody's text messages, he was released. Thank you for the thorough rundown of what's going on with Antonio Brown. Of course, those Bucks want to have another Super Bowl berth. He helped him win one last year. We'll see what the future holds with other guys having to step up in his absence and his father's absence down there in Tampa. Thanks so much, Ian. Tons of matchups this week. So little time. Eagles, Dallas, that's where they're going. Ooh, Mad Minute headed your way. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You know what I'm sick of, Kyle? Mm. The in the hunt column. Yeah, let's get rid of that. Let's, let's get, get rid of that. You know when that happens? After this week. It's the final week of the season. By the end of it, yep, the playoff picture will be set. Nobody's going to be vying like they will in week 18. couple games on Saturday, a doubleheader. Then we've got full action on Sunday. So let's do this, guys. It is called Mad Minute. And I'm going to start with that AFC South showdown. 60 seconds on the clock. This might make Sunday Night Football very interesting. We talked about the Colts can clinch a playoff fourth. The win over the Jags. So I asked ask you, Shriggs, what do you like in this one? Do the, do the Jaguars win? Like, the Jaguars have had uh, dominance over the Colts in Jacksonville since 2014. It's an unlikely statistic. Jags are, are not expected to even show up in this game. But, gosh, everyone in the world would have to flip the table over if mm-hmm. the Jaguars won because it would lead to the scenario that a tie would get both the Chargers and Raiders in. So, Jaguars, find a way. It's been <laughs> awful this season. Awful, awful this season. Find a way. I've been in these NFL locker rooms with nothing to play for. Okay. And you can see guys, they got U-Hauls, they got boxes and everything, they got their golf clubs, they out practicing. I don't see Jacksonville doing anything. This will be one of the biggest upsets that we've seen the last week of the season. I look for them to get smacked. Yeah, they probably will. Uh, this is interesting through the lens of Carson Wentz and his mental composure. I saw this stat. Carson Wentz has thrown eight interceptions this year, eight of them. They're all at home. He's not throwing one on the road. Huh. If he goes all eight games on the road without throwing an interception, he becomes the first NFL quarterback in history to do it. It's never been done really? before. So we think of him as a guy who rattles. He's been perfect on the road this year. I think that's fascinating. Michael Davis Smith, too, did that. Thank you very much. Mm. You've talked a lot about the Colts' success in Jacksonville. It was so long yeah. ago to put in perspective the lack two of ru- success. The lack of success. The two running backs that Indy used in that game where they finally got a win. Anybody guesses? James Mungro. Trent Richardson and Ahmad Bradshaw. Oh, Those wow. were the dudes. I remember T. Mm-hmm. Worked out. 
fantasy star. Now, next, <laughs> next up, the Steelers go to Baltimore to try to keep their playoff hopes alive. They can lock up their spot with a win over the Ravens, and then they need those Colts to lose. So what are we looking for, Chris, here? I always expect Baltimore to fight, but they don't have anything to fight with. I mean, this has been one of the worst seasons as far as injury, COVID, and this is a beloved organization. They do things right, top to bottom, Bashadi, general manager, coach. They don't have anyone. Ben's last game, we saw how they rallied on Monday. They're going to run the ball. They're going to get the win. I, I mean, Baltimore, let's move to next season, man. I know. Let's get Lamar Meanwhile, healthy. Steelers time. And, guys, I got nuggets today. I got, I got, Najee got? Harris leads the NFL in touches. No one's had the ball more than him. He does not have a single fumble on the entire season. Uh. Not, not fumble, lost. He has not dropped the ball a single time. He's not in a rookie of the year conversation, nor he should be. He's in an awesome season. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how much I respect a rookie who has not fumbled a single time. It's awesome. That is awesome. Do the names Alejandro Villanueva and Patrick McCarry mean anything yes, sir. to you? Because they're going to be the ones charged for stopping T.J. Watt from history. I'm, the Ravens have a lot of pride, and Watt and Villanueva mm. were teammates for years. I think the Ravens, if there's anything that they want to do, it's like, no, 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 we're stopping T.J. Watt from doing some victory dance and breaking the sack mm -hmm. record on the us. I think those guys are going to show up. Wait, you guys just made this a really exciting game. <laughs> Let's go. I'm like actually really into it. <laughs> Pretty good. And then you have Tomlin and Harbaugh. Any of them coaching any game against each other is great. They've squared off guys 30 times in their career. Tomlin's won 16, Harbaugh's Ooh. won 14. So wow. nice and close there That's in a nice it. rivalry. Yeah, both the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, you're not the only one with nuggets, Kyle. But yours was really good. No fumbles. Wow. Cowboys. Eagles, they've clinched spots. They can get to higher places and better seeds with wins and losses from other teams. Lots of things need to happen. But what are you looking for, Kyle, in this one? I'm actually looking at the seeding. So they win the Cowboys thinking this in the NFC can get the two or the three, which is hugely different. If they lose, they can sit at the four. And if they get the four, there's a very good possibility that the Cowboys will play against the Arizona Cardinals. Mm who just gave them the business like just five mm -hmm. minutes ago. I don't think they want that. I think this is very important. Also to shut the Eagles the hell up, Dallas. Like, let's do something <laughs> yeah. about that too. Big do you, game. Do you remember Sirianni had to beat Dallas? Yeah! Oh, and then they got smoked on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Different story now. Like, I think the Eagles might be the favorites in this game. And if you add in Micah Parsons on the COVID list, you add in Tyron Smith on the COVID list. Dallas, I don't think I want to see the Cowboys in the playoffs, but if they come limping in with two straight losses uh -huh. to Arizona and Philly, they're a lot different than they were a couple weeks ago. I get drafted by the Eagles. First game, Dallas Cowboys. I don't play. I've always hated the Cowboys yeah. since then. So for me, the <laughs> Eagles, they're going to be playing. And the way they play is not a team I would be wanting to play in the last week of the season. It's physical. It's like college football playing against Navy or an option team. Yep. Guys coming at your knees and everything. Man, the Eagles are going to be a tough out, and this will be a physical game because that's what Philly does. And you'll be watering Rudy over the weekend, or what's where's word? Getting some snow outside. Rudy, the, the Eagles plant, <laughs> is going to check in with us later. I think she's doing well. Okay. Or, I think it's he. I don't know what it is, but we're going to get some snow. We're going to give him everything. Should they wear those t-shirts again, Trey? Where, where are those t-shirts? And they should they, bring they, them back. They were great shirts. If things are, things are different three. now, <laughs> double down. And yeah, why not, you sir? Beat Dallas. Yeah. Uh, finally, let's go to the NFC West. We've got a showdown, big time playoff implications. It's the Niners and the Rams. It's going on in L. LA, home of the Super Bowl in just a couple of weeks here. So the Niners, they need a win to lock up a playoff spot. If the Rams win, they get the division. Uh, so what are we looking for in this one, Chris? Man, this is a tough one because there's real history and there's one team that's dominated the other team. Mm -hmm. But there is a legendary player on one side. And I believe that Aaron, this should be an Aaron Donald game. You got to force 49ers play left-handed. Look at their record when Jimmy Garoppolo tries to throw the ball more than 30 times. Not very, very good. And small guy, small hands, and he's got a bad thumb that he's complaining about the webbing. I look for the Rams to some get back. Have you seen the Aaron Donald press conference clip from this week? I'm going to play it later in the show. He's sitting there, he's not happy. Body language is terrible. Huh. Aaron, how do you uh, how do you uh, prepare to stop a player like Debo Samuel? Who? Who? Debo Samuel. 
Who's that? Huh. Silence. It's game time. Hey. Let's go. This is a big one. I don't know if the producers got you Debo's response. He had a response no. yesterday, and Debo was like, I don't talk to him. I don't need to talk Let's to him. Let's go, Peter. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the follow-up. Quickly. Yeah. They, asked, they asked Kyle Shanahan yesterday about evulsion fractures, and if he was familiar with them, and he said, I'm actually one of the foremost experts. I wrote a thesis on that very topic, so none of this news surprises me. He was kidding. Uh, this oh is it. God. Kyle Shanahan. Oh, wow. Everyone's feeling a little salty right now. Yeah. These teams do not like each other. Let's go. This is good. What's Sean McVeigh? They got, I mean, six and no, that would be a bad look. Our next guest is one of the most dominant tight ends in NFL history. 11-time Pro Bowler. Yes, 11 times. Former Walter Payton Man of the Year winner. Welcome to the show, Big Play, Jason Witt. What up, Witt? What up, Witt? What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? 17 seasons. Uh, you and I have talked a whole bunch. You retired in January of 2021. And just a few weeks after that, you uh, are amongst many other former legends that have decided, I want to be a coach. And you're coaching high school football there in Texas. What a great experience if I'm a young person that my coach is the legendary Jason Witten. Give us an update on your experience at Liberty Christian High School there in Texas. Well, it's been awesome. As I retired, I spent that last year in Las Vegas with the Raiders and learned a lot of football. All knew I was wanting to get into, into coaching. I just didn't know what level. So um, had two boys that are coming up. My grandfather was my high school football coach, made a huge impact on my life and certainly wouldn't have had the career I did if, if it wasn't for him. So um, just kind of hit the pause button, loved coaching. You know, my debut didn't, it, it started out great. I won my first one and won my last one, lost every one of them in between. So we got a lot of work to do. Uh, had a lot of fun, great kids, and you can have such an impact on their life. It was, it was a lot of fun for me. It meant a lot to us, Jason, to watch you play with the Cowboys for all those years. I mean that. And if we're looking at this year's team. There's this thing where, okay, the Cowboys, uh, they win the East and they're very talented and they sell a lot of jerseys. The question is, is this a special Cowboys team, really? Or is it just another, due respect, very talented team that will lose in the playoffs? What is it, Jason, when you watch this team? Do you see anything special and unique about this year's Cowboys? I do. I, I think it's a pretty resilient bunch. You know, I mean, what you're saying, I, I think that's true as well. But I really think that's the whole league right now. Tampa Bay, the defending champs, they were on the ropes in the fourth quarter against the worst team in football, the Jets. So right. uh, I think that that's just kind of the cycle of what we're seeing. There's not really anybody that's completely dominant that you're like, man, we, we don't want to go there. There's been so many years over the course of my career that you just had that team circled that you're like, man, I, I'd hate to have to go play there. And, and I guess you could say that about Green Bay still, but a big reason about that is because of the quarterback and, and, and that's not going to change. So I think they can be really good. I think that road win against the New England Patriots said, okay, this Cowboys team is for real. So tough couple of losses there, no doubt, but I think they're going to start playing the best football at the most important time. Jason, it's cool having you on our show. I, I think of you as a Dallas Cowboy, but also a Tennessee volunteer. Yeah. And Jalen Wright was in. That was a touchdown. I don't know how they called it there in that ball game. I know you were upset about it, too. That was ridiculous. You were also a Raider. And in that one year with the Raider, you were catching passes from Derek Carr. And a lot of people dismissed Derek Carr, saying he never wins the big game. It's winning in. And he has shown us a lot this season. What did you learn about playing f with Derek Carr? And what don't we know about that man that you saw every day playing with him on Sundays as well? Yeah, I, I just don't think that the, the competitor shows up in him sometimes when you're watching from afar. I know for me, I, I didn't realize on the outside until I got in there. And we had some similar games like they're having this year. Not, not as many, I feel like. Not as much kind of stuff to overcome like they had to this year. But... The guy is a, is a true competitor. You know, I think as, a, as any tight end or receiver would say, what do they want most out of their quarterback? Yeah, they want to be able to sling it. They want to be able to throw the football, but they want the guy to compete. They want to say, hey, follow me, jump on my back. I'll take us there. 
And uh, Derek has those traits. And it's been awesome to see what he's done this year and, and what he's doing for his football team. Incredible story. We'll see what he can do against those Chargers and that defense they've got on Sunday night win. Thank you for waking up on Good Morning Football. Not just the fellas here, and I want to ask you about current tight ends because I am looking at some of these guys. you got your Kittles, of course. you got your Kelseys. They're rocking out. Dalton Schultz looks awesome, by the way. You've got guys like Mark Andrews stepping up. Kyle Pitts has 1,000 yards. Nobody's even talking about it. Who has stood out to you at the tight end spot? I think the entire position group as a whole just seems better. Tight ends have gone from converting third downs and big catches to now they're difference makers out there on the field. I would have to say, if you you say one guy, and you mentioned Dalton Schultz is having a great year coming into his own and taking advantage of every opportunity he's had, and and to do it alongside great receivers and Amari Cooper and and CeeDee Lamb. But for me, Mark Andrews, I mean, his quarterback's been in and out with backups coming in and to still have that type of production that says how good he is and and it's not just about the quarterback in that system it's really about what kind of player he is hey you've been named to the 2022 pro bowl captain along with reggie wayne rod woodson and luke keekley i was also in this game one time and let me trust you michael irvin they cost me 25000 Concentrate on who's going to be your third quarterback because they're going to be playing a lot. Uh-huh. I know you played in a lot of these games. Give me some of your expectations with that being played in Las Vegas. Well, I think it's going to be great. What a city to have the Pro Bowl. You know, it's going to draw a lot of fans. I think it's just everybody's excited to have the Pro Bowl back. It'll be a great experience. You know, as a captain, I just hope I can keep all my guys there. You know, my, I feel pretty good about my quarterbacks right now. It's just uh, – Got to make sure Tom Brady shows up. So a little bit of a challenge there. But I I think it's going to be great. You know, I think any time you can get the best of the best in a room, it was always a great experience for me to be able to kind of chill out, relax, talk a little football, get some insight. So I'm honored that the NFL has selected me. And they got a great defensive captain and Luke Keekley. It's going to be a fun week. Jason, willing to bet that you grew up turning on the TV and watching quarterbacks like Dan Marino and Steve Young throw footballs with chalk on them at moving targets in the skills competition. There's nothing like it. It's awesome entertainment. The NFL brought back the skills showdown to the Pro Bowl. We got precision passing, thread the needle, best catch, fastest man, and we got grown men playing dodgeball. Which of these events are you most looking forward to watching, dude? Well, I'm actually fired up to see this dodgeball game. You know, I, I think I know yeah. the fastest man will be a neat one to watch to see who kind of rises up and, and wins that. But I'm like you. I, I enjoy the quarterback. I feel like they're allowed to be able to get to the most competitive situation of saying, and they all want to be accurate. They want to show that they, they're the best of the best. So, uh, But for me, seeing them away from it, having fun, I think that dodgeball will be a pretty big hit for them. Jason, thank you for joining the show. You've always been a class act. And let me tell you, those high schoolers down there in Texas, they are really getting a treat by having you be their coach. Thank you for always being a great example, not only what to be as a football player, but what to be as a man. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. See you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. Nate Eugene Burleson joining us right now from the studios of CBS Mornings where he spends his mornings. Nate, good morning. Good morning, Kay, Kyle, Peter, Chris. What's up, everybody? This week 18, we've never had one before. Yeah. It's 272nd game will be played. It might be the take-a-knee bowl, as we know of implications and playoff implications mm -hmm. for this one. There's been mm -hmm. more drama with Aaron Rodgers this offseason. MVP voter yeah. Hub Arkish saying Rodgers would not be getting his vote. Called Aaron Rodgers a I do believe Rodgers returned fire, calling him a bum in response. I got to know, what do you make of all of this? Well, let me first start with Hub. That type of ideology kept T.O. from being a first ballot Hall of, Hall of Famer. So thinking about a player and then looking at his career and then taking your own feelings about his personality, um, that's not a good mix for me. You know, this isn't about how a guy acts to the media, acts towards the team. It isn't about how a guy is perceived. This is about how a guy is playing. But on the flip side, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers, was that just in response? I mean, you calling somebody a bum because they called you a jerk? Did you think he was a bum before? Um, so for me, I, I think they're both wrong in this situation. You, you can't say he's not going to get my vote and then later say, I believe he's a jerk because then it's, it's clear that you're biased because of his personality. So um, I think both of these guys are wrong, to be honest with you. If, if you feel a certain type of way, keep it, a, keep it out of how you vote. And if you feel a certain type of way about somebody in the media or in that space or voters in the NFL, then make sure you feel that way before they let it be known how they feel about you. Nate, let's talk a little wide receivers. Yesterday, I made a, yeah. compar a comparison between Jamar yeah. and Randy Moss. Now, yeah, yeah. I know you played with Moss, and I'm believing uh -huh. that collectively, there's only four players on uh -huh. our offense that didn't make the Pro Bowl in Moss's rookie year. We had six other players on the Pro yeah. Bowl. Y'all was Do tough. you was like tough. the comparison, and do you stick with me as Jamar at this point is a more developed route runner and pure receiver than Randy Moss? Woo. Yeah. <sighs> Let's go. More developed route runner. Come on, say something. You know, I, I, 
Now, now, listen, Jamar Chase at this point in his career, he might be a more developed route runner, especially when we're talking about the interior of the field. Jamar is a big body wide receiver. I mean, he'll run drive routes, slant routes, dig routes, and not care about the linebackers or the safeties. Now he's playing in a different era, and Chris, you know this, these guys can run blindly across the middle of the field, and you can't even hit these wide receivers, so you can run a little bit more freely. Now, as far as, like, pure comparisons, I feel like, and I believe we're all in the same agreement um, here, Randy Moss was a pure catcher than Jamar Chase. As good as Jamar Chase is, and his hands are phenomenal, I don't want people to think I'm taking a shot at him, there's time where he drops that very simple ball, uh, but then he'll turn around and make a crazy catch. So the comparisons for me, they're hit or miss when it comes to Jamar Chase and Randy. I feel like Jamar Chase reminds me more of Anquan Bolden, but faster. He's thicker. He has a, a, a strong base. He's willing to take a hit. There's times when he will go out and snatch that ball with his hands or catch with his body. And no, I'm taking a shot right here. Stay on my feet. And I'm getting on the field and I'm looking for that pylon to score a touchdown. So my comparison is more Anquan Bolden, but faster and a little bit more athletic. Just saying. Tell me I'm right, wrong. I'm Come on, Chris. Uh, he does remind us of Quan. Come on. Nate, Quan at the combine ran a 4-8. This guy has blazing speed, runs routes at all three or four wide receiver positions. And yeah, I'll just I'll just leave it at he's special. I haven't seen anything better in his rookie year. I just have to leave it. Yeah, no, he is. He is. He's a beast. He's a beast. One hell of a start to his career. Incredible. And yet. And yet he's no Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. No, Come on, Let's Peter. Hearts on your eyes. Him. I have hearts in my eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how I feel about Cooper hey, Cup. Hey, hey, hey people are going to clip that off right show. there. <laughs> They are going to clip that rap, right there man. and be like, oh, here it is. Why are they always going to talk about Rocky Marciano? Yeah, exactly right. Hey, he didn't rip Joe Lewis' ass. I can get in the barbershop and talk cup. I can get in the barbershop. We could talk cup all day long. Uh, Eddie Murphy can be there or you can. And you know that cup is doing some amazing things. That's it's 136 That's yards. He breaks, he breaks Calvin's record. If he has 12 catches, he breaks Michael Thomas's record. Nate. Why isn't he being talked about by the mass media outside of this show for MVP? Bro, I'm right there with you. I think at the halfway point of the season, I said, just keep your eye out for him. One, he's the best receiver in the game, and he should be mentioned um, when it comes to MVP voting. And you might say, well, Nate, he's a product of his environment. He has a really good coach and a quarterback that's targeting him. That's all fine. But what does that have to do with his ability to get open? That also helps, right? What does that have to do with his catch efficiency versus his drops? That also helps, right? Oh, and not to mention, he's been the most consistent. There's been a couple of games where Matt Stafford was unlike himself. You know, whether it was uncharacteristic turnovers or the offense didn't have a flow. But at the same time, Cooper Cup, weekend and week out, he was actually showing up and showing out. So Cooper Cup should be mentioned in the MVP race. As far as the MVP race, as far as the records that he could be breaking, you got to put an asterisk by it. I mean, we're talking about 17 games, right? So as much as I can appreciate him saying, oh, he's going to catch Calvin and Michael Thomas, he's going to have the trifecta with all of the catches and the touchdowns and the yards. That's fine. You guys know I love Cooper Cup, but we also have to understand he's doing it in a longer season. So Mm -hmm. comparing his season to other great seasons, I don't think we can do that just yet. Nate, you just said that you're right there with Peter on that particular topic. I don't think he will be in this one. So let's get into some good morning football Uh business here. All week, Chris has been here, and he's been referring to Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow as Joe Burrows. Now, um, we Uh went uh through years Uh of Alshon Jeffries with you and uh, countless other players, and I think there's an an unbalance in terms of our reaction to Chris's 
uh, mispronunciation, and it all came to a yeah. head yesterday. Yeah. I think there's some unequal treatment. Take a look at this. Okay, I'm gonna go C, although it, the Chiefs defense is really good this year, so I probably got this one wrong. Okay. I'm gonna go with S, which is actually A, but it's the S that Chris Carter continues to add to Joe Burrow's yes. last name. Yes. That we yes. never require. So it is Burrow, but I'm gonna go with Joe Burrows yes. for 971 yards. Can you imagine if Nate kept saying Joe Burrows? Peter would physically punch yeah. him yeah. at the table. It'd be no gold totally jacket, no Chris had a much better career, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. 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 Which career are you talking about? Yeah. Chris will slug you back. <laughs> You're right. Okay. I don't know if Nate's ever done that in his life. All right. This is not see. Seattle, bro. Why are you going to see? Southwestern Ohio. We get elimination. <laughs> all right, Nate, wow. just, just take it away. Nate. All right, all right. First of all, I have been in fights before. Don't get fooled by the suit, baby. All right. I'm from the block, kid. But listen, Peter, though, listen, Peter, Peter is one of those dudes that I would always see throwing a full-blown tantrum. I've seen Peter ball up paper. I've seen him yep. throw pins across the room. I've seen Peter yep. do it all when I'm sitting there adding an S to Nate. I don't know what it is. Maybe black folks, we just add an extra S every now and then. I was calling Alshon Jeffrey yeah. Alshon <laughs> Jeffries for like five years. And also Chase yeah. Daniels. I was like, yeah, Chase Daniels. Yeah. Is really yes. doing his thing. I remember when J Lo was back on the market. I was like, I see Affleck's out there. Affleck's running it back. Okay, I see you. We just like throwing S's at the ends of na- yes. When I when I met yeah. when I met Peter Schrager, the first thing I said, I said, "What's up, Schrager?" And he was like, "I'll That's tell you." Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we add an S on everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wow. Wish. Okay. That's oh, amazing. Man. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna be that. It's <laughs> nice. Nate. It's, then that that card was gonna get thrown down. But it's it's your it's your moment. We. <laughs> Bye, Nate. Oh, Love you. Talk to you soon. Crazy. Thanks for hanging out on our show. Enjoy the fireworks. Oh, we got a weekend coming up, folks. It's going to start Saturday with all kinds of fun. Those are our brothers and our sister at Good Morning Football Weekend. Colleen, Mike Dehall, Mike Garofolo. All, all the Week 18's matchups. There's dancing, there's music. It looks like he's got a mimosa there, Mike. Are you kidding me? There's a doubleheader on Saturday. Chiefs of Broncos and Cowboys and Eagles. We got uh, the Cobra Kai Dojo from Adam Rank. He's going to reveal his best daily fantasy picks of the weekend. Colleen's got a trophy. That's Sir Stats a lot. What you want to do is you want to watch tomorrow, Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Niffle. We call it NFL Network. Final week of the NFL regular season is here. We've been talking about it all day. Um, I can't believe we've done this now 18 times, but we're going to do it again. It's kind of nuts. This is what we call, nice little title, our GMFB certified 100% grade A grass-fed top choice pigskin picks of the week in which we go around the table and brand it with fire in one game that is our lock, and we guarantee this will be the outcome. Peter Schrager, what do you got? Every year in week 18, there's a team playing for nothing that upsets one of the teams that has a lot to play for, whether it be seeding or home field advantage or whatever. I saw a glimpse of a team that is fighting till the very end last week when they had Tom Brady and the Buccaneers down 14 in the second half, and I don't think they're done. Ladies and gentlemen, your upset pick of the (laughs) week. The Buffalo Bills are going down. The New York Jets are going into Buffalo. Oh we will goodness. be hyping the Jets all offseason based on the Zach Wilson, Michael Carter connection. <laughs> the Jets are beating the Bills, and that's why I'm going with Gangrene as my upset special. Give us a score, Peter. Push us. 23 to 20. 23 to 20. Jets win. Okay. Bills fans, get it together. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. I got to follow that? Yes, sir. Okay. I got my eye on Florida. I mean, I'm going home today. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know you guys are glad about that. But 
Colts traveling to the Jags. And Peter, how long has it been since they've won there? Since 2014, Chris. So I believe in Frank Wright. I've always been a fan of Frank Wright. Glad he got that job. And I believe that he is able to go to Jacksonville, who don't have a coach, and you had a message for their quarterback, who obviously a different guy showed up after Roger Goodell called his name mm -hmm. compared to the Trevor Lawrence that we saw from Clemson. So I am going with uh -oh. the coach right. as my. Light him up. Do the light, light him up. For goodness sake. GMFB certified when I'm saying grade. Pigskin pick of the weeks, Kyle. Weeks. Put another S on it for the brothers. So they know weeks. The weeks. We were learning so much this week. Gotta change that graphic. We got Adam. Mentioned this earlier. I think the Rams take care of a wounded Niners team. If they do, and the Saints take care of business against the Falcons, the Saints get into the playoffs. I think it happens. First of all, Kyle Pitts, 1,000 yards season. We don't talk about it. Crazy. Great for them. Great for their future. Potentially lots of changes will happen in Atlanta, I think. But Saints do take care of business and they get in the postseason. Light it up. Give me those Saints. Light it up. Give me the Saints. Kyle, you've got lots of time. Oh, you've got the minute and a half to make it interesting. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia Eagles head coach. Looked at its players. Yeah, you, you got to go through all the fire. Sometimes it lasts a long, long time. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Philadelphia Eagles looked at all his players and said, are you watering every day? Are you fertilizing every day? He actually made an extended plant metaphor for what he was trying to build in Philadelphia. Guess what? They're seven and two since he made that metaphor. And this is our friend Rudy. R-O-O-T-Y for the roots that are here. It's our Eagles houseplant. And it's kind of like, remember in E.T. when E.T.'s life was linked to that yes. flower? Remember? And he would get sick and the flower would wilt. And then Elliot got so excited when it was blooming. We think this plant is going to go as the Eagles season goes. And I'm telling you right now, it's beautiful. There's maybe one brown tip I can find on this thing. But otherwise, the soil is, is moist. The plant is happy. And we will continue to track it for all you horticulturists out there. Means we are. I'm going to Philadelphia versus Dallas as my Eagles are going to win. Rudy, Rudy. I don't know if it's botanist or horticulturist. I don't know what that means. Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, advances in agriculture and it's uh, medicinal uses, of course. This is a plain old, good old fashioned house plant. Oh, you're hitting that plant. Hey, baby. <laughs> I think it's plastic. Oh, no. This are you real. sure? We'll see you guys. Great job, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's real dirt. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.